Hey there, happy new year. This is another episode here in January where we're gonna be actually focusing on something really cool today. Should you go plant-based? Have you heard this trend? I'm sure you have. So many people are asking the question, what is plant-based? What is vegan? What is vegetarian? Why does it even matter? How do I do it? How hard is it? We're gonna go over all the things today. So don't you worry, we're gonna break it all down for you on today's episode plant-based, all the rage, should I jump in on this trend? So we're so excited. Also, I just want to put out a little uh, little bug in your ear for all of you blessed mama bosses out there. We love you. We're so thankful for this community. But as Kelly and I start to look and we see which episodes get the most hits, which episodes have people really engaged, we notice that there's a trend. And what we're both really good at is time management, being moms, being wives, building businesses, but we're also really good at health. And we find that a lot of people have questions on health. So you're gonna notice over the next few months, we're gonna really focus in on health because your health, your family's health, your spouse's health are so important as you move forward. So today's episode is one that's near and dear to my heart because I am vegan. And so we're going to talk a little bit about the differences today. I've had a lot of people ask me over the last two years, you know, a lot of you guys might not know this, but I decided to go vegan when I was going through my chemotherapy back in 2020 and 2021, because I read an article about, and I'll talk a little bit more about this in today's episode, about how vegan could help you while you're going through chemo, but also for my specific cancer. And so I decided to go vegan during that time. And I have not looked back. I have to tell you, people ask me this question the most out of all the questions, which is, um, how, like, how do you do that? Aren't there things that you still crave or really want? And I have to tell you two years in, the only thing I ever really crave is an occasional piece of fish or tuna fish. And I sometimes will treat myself with that. Um, I do sometimes miss cheese because I love pizza, but I found ways to love pizza without cheese. Um, and then also I sometimes do miss bacon. I'm not going to lie. Bacon is probably one that if I smell it, I'm like, oh, I want that. But I'll tell you, I feel so freaking good the way that I'm eating. So I stick to this plan. So I'm excited to share with you guys today. Kelly and I are both going to be sharing on here because she's gone a little bit more plant-based in the last year and she'll share with you why. So we're so excited that you guys are joining us today. Do us a favor. If you have a friend that's having any health issues right now, or you know they're trying to get their life a little bit healthier this new year, or maybe they're even thinking about going plant-based or vegan or vegetarian, this is a great episode to go ahead and hit that share button, send over to them. And we also would love to hear from you on any questions that maybe we don't hit today. So let's dive in. Very first thing we're going to cover is why go vegan. So there are a few reasons why there are good choices to go vegan. One is an env environmental and animal cruelty. And I'll be honest with you guys, this is not why I went vegan. I learned this after, but I think it's very interesting. And I'm going to read you a quote from vegan.com. A vegan lifestyle prevents a tremendous amount of animal slaughter and suffering. It offers a potent way to shrink our environmental footprint, especially in regard to climate change. And a well-planned vegan diet can fuel the highest levels of fitness while reducing our risk of various chronic diseases. Plus, the food is insanely delicious and it becomes more widely available every year top ways to get protein. You can find more about that on vegan.com as well. And I just want to say there's a couple documentaries if you want to check them out on Netflix, one being uh, Fork Over Knives. That one's amazing. And their cookbook app is amazing too. And then another one, which is called Game Changers. And that's what they're kind of talking about in there when they talk about the highest level of fitness. You know, Tom Brady, GOAT, right? He's vegan. And a lot of other amazing athletes like uh, Mc, Mc, 
I'm going to say this wrong. He's a uh, fighter, Kelly. Do you know him? MacGyver? No. McCaffrey. Anyways, somebody's going to send me a message right now and tell me, please do. But there's a lot of amazing uh, top athletes right now that you would be shocked when you watch that Game Changers documentary on Netflix to see how they are having that. And I also want to just highlight one other thing about the environmental footprint, because that when I first read this a year ago, somebody sent it to me and I thought it was very interesting. And what I learned was what they mean by the environmental footprint is the carbon um, dioxide and other um, gases that actually come from just cattle alone. If we could stop eating meat once a week, everybody in the United States would stop eating meat just one day a week. We could cut our environmental problems in half in the United States. That's how much gas comes from from cows. Like how crazy is that? So if that's something that you're interested, dive in a little bit more. You can research and find out more. For me, it wasn't that. It was reason number two and number three, which number two reason why vegan is such a great thing to do is health reasons. So digestive problems, weight problems, going vegan or vegetarian is a great way to help with this. In my opinion, vegan, not even vegetarian. And the third reason is hormone related. So there's fluctuations of hormones, estrogen, progesterone, and testosterone. Sorry, I always scramble on that word, progesterone and testosterone. These are all um, can actually be changed and altered based on the hormones that you find inside of animal products like meat and dairy. It can cause menopause symptoms to be worse. It can cause um, there to be, if you have any kind of family history of breast cancer, ovarian cancer, any kind of hormone-related cancer, you want to be very cautious about how much meat you're eating. You can check out more about this on shecares.com. That was really where I first started learning about all of this. So I'm excited to dive into this today. And Kelly's going to kind of break down for you guys, what's the difference between vegan, vegetarian, and plant-based diet? So I love that I have really been able to witness these changes and you go through it and learn so much. And by you learning, um, you've definitely shared with me a lot of differences and been able to implement some of these things in my life too, even though I am not vegan or vegetarian, but I have implemented a lot of these things. So what is the difference between vegan and vegetarian and plant-based. So vegan is a person who does not eat any food derived from animals and who typically does not use any other animal products. A vegetarian does not eat any, any meat, um, consisting mainly they eat vegetables, fruits, grains, nuts, sometimes eggs or dairy products, but most vegetarians um, don't. Um, plant-based which you hear a lot of things about being plant-based, right? This is like a pretty typical, and what I would say, you know, not being committed to any of these is probably like where people dip their toe in first, right? Before they go vegetarian or vegan. So plant-based is no meat, no dairy, no fish, and eating from the earth. So basically no processed food. Um, basically, you know, the everything from being plant. So how do you get um, protein? Blair, I know you were going to share with us like specifically um, about how you get protein, because I know when I, when I saw you going vegan, that was one of the things like you automatically think you're not having meat, you're not having eggs, you're not having these things. Well, Blair, how do you get your protein? Yeah, this is a, the second most popular question that I get for sure. And an average woman in our age, right? So like between ages 30 and 50s, let's say they really only need about 45 grams of protein. 
protein. Now, when I was going through my chemo, I actually, they suggested 70 grams of protein. So if you're going through something right now, you might want to ask your doctor what they suggest. If you're doing a major workout um, thing right now, you might be asked to eat more protein, but normally women our age, it's about 45 grams of protein. Okay. So for example, beef might have 31 grams of protein. If you're eating like, you know, a let's say like a beef patty. If you're eating maybe a chicken breast, it might be 27 grams and egg whites are 11 grams. But did you know that if you eat just a few almonds, like I'm talking seven or eight, you get 22 grams of protein. Chickpeas, nine grams. Broccoli, 2.8 grams. Lentils, nine grams. Tofu, 18 grams. Now, that does sound like a smaller number. So I know what's happening in your head right now. You're going, well, Blair, I could eat a piece of beef and get 31 grams. But the broccoli, for example, 2.8 grams, that's just for a handful. I, what, what biggest thing, and this is my biggest suggestion to everybody who's listening to this, whether you are vegan, vegetarian, plant-based, or you just eat whatever you want um, in a healthy way, is to make half your plate at every single meal, okay? Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Half your plate is vegetables, okay? Because if you do that, then you're actually getting, let's just say we did broccoli for breakfast, lunch, and dinner as our vegetable for half our plate, okay? 2.8 grams is just a handful. You're probably having two handfuls to make it half of your plate. So that's, let's just say six grams of protein from your broccoli at breakfast, six grams of protein at lunch, six grams of protein at, at night for dinner. That's 18 grams of protein, not even counting what else you've made. And you only need to have 45. That's not even counting like the actual food part of your plate. So don't get into your head thinking that you have to have meat in order to get protein. There's lots of other ways, okay? Some of the best ways that I continue to get enough protein in my diet every single day is by adding just a few little things. Like, for example, uh, the product that Kelly and I both represent by Lavelle, the Thrive Experience, has a vegan lifestyle mix. There's a lot of great protein in that and probiotics and great vitamins. And sometimes I'll even add, I always have it every single morning. It's a non-negotiable. But sometimes I'll even add it to a smoothie later in the afternoon if I feel like I haven't had enough. Another thing I add into my food every single day, I might drop it into my oatmeal, into a smoothie or a shake, is flaxseed, grounded flaxseed. I only do one teaspoon because for me, I don't want to gain any weight. If you're at a stage where you could afford to lose or to gain some weight, do a tablespoon every day. I do a teaspoon because flaxseed is a little bit higher fat, but it's good, healthy fat, which again, we need a little bit of healthy fat to lose weight, right? Hemp seeds. Hemp seeds have five grams just in a tablespoon of protein. That is something that I add every single day, either on top of some food or in a smoothie. One of our all-time favorite on-the-go meals is we'll put down some almond butter or sunflower seed butter, which has a ton of protein, a little bit of flax seed, a little bit of hemp seed, half a banana cut up. I roll it up into um, a tortilla and eat it on the road. Like whenever we go traveling, like we're, we're actually leaving in a couple of days for a ski trip. So I'll be making those for Ryan and I for breakfast for our flight. Uh, so things like that. There's so many ways that you can add it in. And another really great way that is so easy to get two grams of protein per tablespoon is from um, nutritional yeast. So some of you guys have maybe already been using nutritional yeast. It's become very popular over the last couple of years. Uh, my favorite brand is by Bragg's. They are the healthiest one, in my opinion, that I've found so far. Uh, but all this is, is you it's like a powder and it almost makes a cheesy taste on things. So you could add it on top of your soup, your chilies, your food, 
I add it on my popcorn every night because I like to pop my own popcorn at night as a little snack. And I will literally, um, you could spray your popcorn with maybe some olive oil or avocado oil. I actually, one of the things that I do to keep my weight down is I don't use oils at all. So I actually spray my popcorn with a light um, amount of uh, water. And then I put um, the nutritional yeast on top. It is delicious, delicious. So if you're using nutritional yeast, let us know how you're using it. But it is something that now I've incorporated into most of my meals by just adding a little bit on top to get some extra protein. So those are some different ways. And listen, you can Google, there are so many amazing new resources out there now, but beans have great protein in them, lentils, all kinds of vegetables have protein in it. Sometimes people are shocked, you know, bok choy has almost the same amount of protein in it as a piece of salmon. So don't let yourself, you know, get into this thought that there isn't enough protein in your plant base. Oh, edamame is also a great one, guys. Great one, especially if you're a salad person. Always put, you know, maybe one or two tablespoons of edamame um, on top as well. Make sure it's non-GMO because if it has been genetically modified, it will mess up your hormones, right? Because there'll be a lot of soy in it. So you want to make sure that you get non-GMO as well. But those are some great ways to get protein into your diet. Don't allow yourself to think that you can't get protein from other things. So Kelly, I know that you, when we do our detox, um, that you go a little bit more plant-based during that time because we actually recommend it. So we share a little bit more about that and how you felt on it and why. Yeah. So this was my very first introduction to eating plant-based or just like this type of eating style ever. And I did it um, about 14 months ago and we have this incredible detox. It's 10 days. If I'm being very transparent, I was nervous about it. I was nervous about the food. Um, not that I eat a ton of meat, but I do love fish. I do love shrimp. I love cheese. Um, and I just don't like to be, you know, where I can't can't have something. I don't like having like rules set per se. So I was really nervous about doing the detox, but what I found is food is so delicious eating this way. And it was so much easier. Yes, it took a, you know, a learning curve. And once I did it the first time, I was like, oh, this is easy. I know exactly what I do. And I've done the detox five times since then. And I know exactly what to eat. And some of that after I did it, I I just, it, it still lives in my everyday life. So why do you want to go plant-based when you're doing this specific 10-day detox? Here's the main reason. It's better on your digestive system, okay? While your organs are working hard to flush out all the toxins, right? It is better on your digestive, plus your hormones and toxins. There's animal products that hinder the effect of the detox. So you want to make sure that you eliminate all of those types of foods during this time period. Then you can slowly reintroduce them afterwards. But here's the thing, y'all. If you are thinking like, hey, maybe I want to go plant-based. Maybe I want to do vegan. Maybe I want to go vegetarian. This is also a really great way to reset your body and then get a little taste of what it's like eating this way. Um, and here's the thing. I will tell you, I, like I said, when I first got started on it, I thought it was going to be really hard. But once I learned and I, I adapted to some of the recipes, um, I realized it was so easy. So you may want to see some of those recipes. I will tell you Blair put together the most, mainly because I was like, Blair, I need help. Um, she put together this 10-day, um, what to buy at the grocery store, what to eat for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, day one, day two, day three. And she has all the recipes. So if that is something that you want to learn more about, 
please message Blair or I on our social media or simply send an email to blessedmamabosses at gmail.com and just say, hey, I'm interested in learning more about this detox. It's the beginning of the year. Quite honestly, we do both do the detox every quarter, all right, because we want to detox all of our organs, our skin, like our lymph nodes, so many things, and you feel incredible. Um, I didn't specifically go into it for weight loss, but my very first time doing it, I lost 10 pounds and it jump started like my entire body and just resetting some bad habits I had gotten into. So we have this incredible detox group that has so much information in there. So a little bit before I flip it back to Blair on how I sort of got in and what I maintained doing. So I really will start and I love, um, spaghetti squash. I love um, butternut squash, making different soups, chickpeas. I mean, I was telling Blair, one of the main things is I have incorporated chickpeas. It's a regular part of my diet. There's this eggless chickpea salad that I constantly have, roasted chickpeas. And it's not just me. A lot of my friends here locally that do the detox with me and we share food, they stuck with a lot of it too, as well. So these recipes, um, you really, truly can incorporate into your everyday life. Um, other things is just eating a lot less packaged food, knowing like, hey, I'm going to grab that apple or I'm going to, you know, grab some applesauce or I'm going to grab something different instead of going to grab those crackers or that bag of chips, something that's convenient. And I love that. Um, and chickpeas, roasted chickpeas, they sell them in package, but actually you can, you can make them, you can make them in your air fryer. You can bake them. So many different recipes for that. Here's the thing. Here's how I felt after going plant-based and doing the 10 day detox, all of like any sort of bloating or inflammation that I felt, especially let's be honest as females, you know, you put your jeans on, you put your pants on, you're like, Oh, what am I wearing? The jeans that are, are that size today, or I'm wearing the jeans that are more snug, right? I was wearing the jeans that were more snug. I didn't have any sort of like what I call like fluff or like hangover on my pants. Like I felt comfortable. Things were sliding on. My digestion was like reset. Um, my cravings were gone. I have this, this sugar craving that will always, if I get off track, will always creep back in. Guess what? It was gone. It was completely eliminated. I was sleeping amazing. I was thinking clear. Um, there were just so many things that reset. And all of that, like the way that I physically felt, the way that I, I was like, wow, this, I feel so good. It reset my confidence. And so every time at the end of a 10 day confidence, I have that or 10 day detox, I have a little boost in my confidence and, you know, we all can use that occasionally. Right. So I loved it. Um, it was so much easier than I anticipated. So if you're thinking about it, the 10 day detox is a really, really incredible way to go about it. Love that. So many great tips there. And I love chickpeas too. I'm like addicted to them now. That eggless chickpea salad is on a rotation at least once a month in my house as well. But we also do a um, buffalo. I make a buffalo chicken for my kids that they love. So then I make a buffalo chickpea for myself. It's delicious. Um, yeah. And I roast chickpeas all the time. Anytime I'm doing something in the oven, I'm like, well, since the oven's on anyways, I'll put a ton of spices in a Ziploc bag with the chickpeas, shake it up, throw it on a baking sheet. And they're so great for snacks. They're so great on top of salads. So yeah, great ideas, Kelly. So there are a couple of things that I wanted to end with today that I get asked a lot. One is how hard is it to go vegan? How hard was it for me personally to go vegan? And to be honest with you, it was not that hard because at that time, 
time, I was so willing to change things in order to make sure that my health was a priority. But I will tell you, it has not been nearly as hard as I thought it would be. And here's why. It's actually simple. If you're just grabbing whole food foods, it's simple right? And so one of the things that I do to make it very easy and convenient for myself is I purchase on Amazon some of those disposable BPA-free containers. You could do glass containers, whatever you like. I like the disposable ones because then my husband will take them with him to work and just throw it away. I can take it with me anywhere I go. Um, If I know it's something, you know, I'm going to be home, I'll put it in the glass jars. But I cook about twice a week for myself and I'll just make big batches of things, right? And that makes it really easy. Uh, The other thing is if it's a simple, like I didn't make much this week because I knew we were about to go out of town. So what do I do? Well, today I looked in my my, um, refrigerator and I had some sweet potatoes. So I chopped those up and put them in the oven with some chickpeas, with some cut up celery, with some cut up uh, carrots, and I roasted them all. And I literally put them on top of some brown rice that I made. Like it's that simple, you guys. Um, Another really great, I forgot to mention this earlier, another really great um, seasoning that really helps when you're making a lot of vegetables that I am just obsessed with is liquid uh, amino acids. And I like the liquid coconut amino acids, but you can get either one. Again, Bragg's is my favorite brand because they're very clean. So it's actually pretty easy to go vegan. And what about when you're eating out? You will be so surprised. Okay. If you're eating out for breakfast or lunch, almost everywhere I go has Aussie bowls, has uh, avocado toast, has, um, you know, soups that are vegetable. So many places now are offering more plant-based and vegan options. But a lot of times I'll just order, like if I go, for example, last night, we took our son and his girlfriend out to a really nice restaurant before a show. And I just ordered the grilled bok choy that they had as a side. I ordered the roasted sweet potatoes that they had as a side and a grilled avocado. And it was delicious. Okay. So there's so many ways that you can actually be vegan, even when you're out. And what about at home? Well, at home, like I said, I like to grab things that I already have and just make them really quick. But let's just say that I need something quick and easy. I want something super convenient, right? If you go to Sprouts, if you have Sprouts, it's a a local grocery store. They sell forks over knives, uh, frozen meals. Those are 100% vegan. Those are so easy to pop into the microwave and eat. Another brand that I really like is uh, Dr. McDougal. He has his own little like instant soups and black black beans that are so easy. You just like add water, put it in the microwave, super easy, right? And I just use those when I need something on the go. And last but not least, I want to share with you guys one thing that I learned from the book Eat for Life by Dr. Joel Furman, which is G-bombs. You want to make sure if you are trying to keep any kind of disease, illness away from your body to keep it from breeding, you want to make sure you have G-bombs every day. So G stands for... Um, greens, leafy green vegetables. Okay. The B stands for beans. So making sure you have beans every day. O stands for onions, any kind of onions. It can be shallots. It can be white onions. It can be red onions. It can be green onions. Um, M stands for mushrooms. Again, any kind of mushrooms. And I even uh, have a vegan protein powder that I'll sometimes use that has mushrooms in it. I have a tea that has mushrooms in it, as well as I like to eat mushrooms. Mushrooms are so good for our bodies. Um, And then another B is for berries, making sure you add berries. So that's a great way to actually in the morning, sometimes I'll add berries to my oatmeal. And then I will actually use the riced cauliflower. I'll heat it up uh, like the frozen one. I'll take a cup of it, put it into the bowl of oatmeal, put it in the microwave 
microwave, let it heat up together. You can't even taste the rice cauliflower, you guys. It just takes on whatever taste is in the bowl. So then I'll put some cinnamon. Sometimes I put a little vanilla extract in there with my oatmeal, mix it up, and then I throw some fresh frozen berries on top because they're already in my, they're not fresh, I guess, they're frozen berries, but it makes it so much easier. And then they kind of melt in there with the heat and they're delicious. And think about that. I just got a ton of berries, a ton of vegetables, and some great oats, right? Um, and then S stands for seeds. So making sure you get those hemp seeds, those flax seeds, um, nuts, seeds, all of that is included with that. So if you can hit those G-bombs every single day, you know that you're taking care of your body, okay? That along with a good vitamin supplement system, win-win. All right. And don't uh, don't forget to check out our show notes today. We have all the resources we talked about today, the books, the documentaries. I also put in there our Facebook group for our detox if you want to see some of those recipes. So go check that out. And I even put one of my all time favorite uh, cookbooks that is super simple. Like most of the recipes are only five ingredients. So simple, so easy. There's an Amazon link there that you can grab for easy convenience. So thanks so much for joining us today. If you have anything you want to add, please reach out to us on Instagram at bossess underscore or send us an email at blessmamabosses at gmail.com. Or if you have any questions that you want to ask, please do. We want to make sure we hit that. We can always answer them directly or if we feel like it'll help the overall community, we'll shout you out and answer your question on our next podcast. So have a great day. Make it a great day for others. And we can't wait to hear your feedback.